Now, we know that snap lockdowns and border restrictions have been having a big impact on Territorians, particularly businesses who rely on tourism. And joining me on the line is the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, Greg Ireland. Good morning to you, Greg. Morning, Katie. How are you today? Not too bad. Now, Greg, how are businesses faring in the Territory at the moment? Yeah, look, Katie, it's probably the same message that we've been talking about for a while where these uh, snapped off lockdowns around the country are, uh, are certainly impacting on us, and we've seen some commentary around that in today's paper, particularly tourism, major events, those type of things are uh, impacted almost instantaneously whenever one of those lockdowns is announced. Yeah, it's uh, and it's no doubt, you know, having an impact, different businesses feeling it different in different ways, I would assume. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very much. Uh, if you lose a, a, a day in uh, in tourism sector, that's a day that you can never replicate again. Versus other industries that can rebuild over over time, just by increasing their output. So it, it's certainly impacting on things, and 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 that is the the real impact uh, every time that this occurs. But you know, broader, broadly, we've got more um, you know, pressing issues developing as well. Um, so yeah, some good news and bad news in the economy. Um, what are those? Uh, what are those more to, more broader issues developing as well, Greg? Um, I, I think probably starting with some of the, the bad stuff first. Um, yep. Population's always been a challenge for us here in the territory, and we've seen over the last quarter we've lost another approximately four hundred territorians to, to moving down south. Most of them going to Queensland for some reason, and the, the previous two quarters above that. Uh, added up to another 1,000 people. So 1,500 or thereabouts people leaving the Territory over the last uh, year or so, and that certainly increases pressure on people being able to find workforce. Um, and also our skills base gets eroded as, as part of that process as well. Wow, 1,500 over the last year. That's a, like, when you actually think about it, that's a pretty big number. It certainly is. When we talk about um, major projects in the Territory bringing 1,500 jobs, yeah. you know, that's uh, just replacing what we've gone backwards you know, in the last little while. So we need some of those major projects to kick off mm. and create sustainable employment for us long term. Yeah, we certainly do. And I know that there has been some positive uh, announcements of late when it comes to uh, different projects and diversifying the economy. Um, does it go far enough at this point, Greg? Or, I mean, I suppose we're always looking for, for more to, to build the population. Well, we certainly are. We've really seen a, um, a strong focus from government and uh, industry to, to really drive those projects going forward. You know, the Turk report has uh, generated substantial interest there and the appointment of the new commissioners gives it a real focus inside government. But uh, from an industry perspective, final investment decisions and, a, and an environment that, that promotes that investment is exactly what we need. And that Turk uh, legislation went through Parliament yesterday. Some of it aimed at really trying to get projects and get business in the Territory uh, and enable things to, to sort of be able to process, be processed a bit easier than what they have previously. Greg, did that legislation go far enough from the Chamber's perspective? Look, we, we certainly want to remove as many barriers to investment as possible without um, you know, exposing the Territory to, to significant risk. But every time that uh, you make these uh, changes, you, you introduce a, a new suite of challenges. We always want that environment to, to facilitate that investment. So uh, they are steps in the right direction. I, I still feel we've got some steps to go. But we, we're certainly seeing broader industry engagement. Everyone's talking to us about 
where do I find people? How do I get more skills? We need more people in the Territory. So uh, it's something that's a, a positive sign, even though it's going to be difficult to attract those staff. Um, Greg, I did want to ask you, I know that uh, the Chief Minister yesterday made some comments um, around vaccination rates and and around the SNAP lockdowns and border restrictions. Uh, Obviously, the aim with the vaccination rate is to get to 80%, but the Chief Minister had said yesterday um, that those SNAP lockdowns and border restrictions could continue even if we reach key vaccine targets. It's despite the National Cabinet agreeing to a four-phase plan uh, when we reach certain benchmarks around those vaccines. The work, uh, well, the research, I guess you'd say, was completed by the Doherty Institute. Does it concern you that we may wind up in a situation where the Northern Territory still faces lockdowns, even if we get to that 80% vaccination rate? Look, it certainly does, Katie, and this is something that we raised with government a couple of weeks ago regarding these decisions once they were reached around those targets. Our concern is that... um, Anyone that is vaccinated is still potentially a carrier of COVID-19. Whilst they will have reduced impact themselves, they potentially pass it on to someone that's not vaccinated. Our uh, Indigenous communities really are exposed in that regard. And one of our concerns is, is getting all of the, the, the maximum you know, take-up we can in those communities to prevent that particular risk. I could see this coming a, a little while ago and uh, we've certainly been talking about how that, that can be mitigated in the future because we can't afford these lockdowns to continue. At this no, rate. I was going to say, and it does seem to be a sort of different approach to the New South Wales Premier, who obviously is in a pretty difficult situation at the moment. But uh, take a listen to what Gladys Berejiklian had to say a little bit earlier in the week around the easing of restrictions based on the health advice that when you get to 50%, 60% um, vaccination rates, it does give you opportunity to ease some restrictions ahead of that 70% number when we literally have a change in, in thought. We transition from going from talking about case numbers to talking about hospitalisations and that's a big shift. As Dr Chan and Dr McAnulty and other health experts will say... Um, Um, We'll get to a stage when you have those high rates of vaccination where you can start treating the Delta strain as you would the flu, where you talk about the number of people in hospital as opposed to the number of cases. But we can't do that until we get to that 80%. But between 70 and 80% vaccination, that's what the Doherty report says. Um, Greg, is it a worry for for business in the Territory when you look around the nation and different states and different leaders, uh, their approaches to COVID and the lifting of restrictions and, and, you know, the movements that we'll be allowed to have once we get to that vaccination rate of 80%, is it a worry for business that there seems to be quite mixed messaging? Yeah, I think a lot of that revolves around the demographics and and the physical uh, nature of of those places. New South Wales, as we know, very densely populated, lots of resources in terms of infrastructure for for health and so forth, compared to the Northern Territory where we have significant uh, distances. We have remote communities that don't have any infrastructure to support uh, any outbreak whatsoever. Those are the challenges that we're going to be be faced with in the Mm -hmm. future. Territory business you know, predominantly occurs within the, the greater metropolitan areas of, of uh, Darwin, Catherine, Tennant, Alice Springs. There's certainly um, significant risk to those communities outside of those key areas that don't have that support. And, and no doubt that's what the Chief Minister is concerned about. That's why we're going to need to push the vaccination rates as high as practically possible in, into those regions. Well, Chamber of Commerce CEO Greg Island, always good to speak with you. Thank you so much for your time today.
Thanks, Katie. Nice to see you the other night at the uh, Darwin Festival. Yeah, you too. Uh, good for us. Well, lucky for us that we are in this situation where we are able to still get out and about, but I know it's a juggle for everybody or anybody trying to uh, put on an event at the moment in terms of those lockdowns. Yeah, very challenging, but yep. uh, you're right. At least we've uh, got something happening. Yeah, absolutely. Good on you, Greg. Thank you.